everyone. This is Premier Chess CEO, National Master Evan Rabin, and I am very excited to be here on the 127th edition of the Premier Chess Podcast with a very special guest, John Russell, uh, who recently wrote Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead. Uh, For many years, actually, uh, he's been a great um, psychic uh, paranormal investigator uh, and author. Uh, Definitely not something that we see uh, a lot of. Uh, We've had, yeah, obviously a very eclectic group of folks uh, on the podcast uh, until now, but this is, uh, you know, definitely a first. Uh, And I actually met John uh, through our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Premier Chess. He's been uh, a very big supporter uh, of the page for uh, about around two years or so now. Um, we've never actually met in person yet. Definitely look forward to, you know, doing that one day. But uh, yeah, really, uh, really excited to have you on. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Evan. I, I really appreciate being here and uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, I, I can't wait till we do get to meet in person and uh, we'll have to play a, a game over the board in person. I've played you online and that's been a thrill and a privilege and, uh, and look forward to sitting across the board from you and pushing wood someday. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, and I want to say, actually, you know, one thing that I actually appreciate about uh, this, you know, day and age of, you know, quarantine is, you know, in a way everyone is coming together more so. You know, I've become friends with you and uh, many others. Um, right. one, one person who, you know, actually comes to mind who was actually on my podcast uh, a couple months ago is John Hendrick, uh, you know, chess coach in uh, Houston. And, uh, you know, we've never met in person, but, uh, you know, really, mm-hmm. I, I, I do consider him, uh, you know, most definitely uh, a friend. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, really, really, really cool. So, um so, so tell me, uh, John, um, you know, for one, uh, you know, I, I guess most people understand what a psychic is, you know, you do, you know, psychic uh, readings, you're a tarot master as well, right. uh, but probably definitely less people, including myself, truly know uh, what a paranormal investigator is. So, uh, you know, what, what is the role, first of all? Okay. Uh, paranormal investigator, like myself, as you mentioned, I'm a psychic and also a paranormal investigator. And as a paranormal investigator, I go and investigate hauntings, uh, ghosts, uh, supernatural occurrences that people are having. And a lot of times I'll be called in to investigate something because somebody is scared. They've Mm -hmm. had a paranormal experience or they've seen a ghost or they had some type of physical manifestation occur and they they worry, am I okay? Is this going to harm me? Is it going to be harmful to me? Uh, Do I need to worry? And so that's one of the things I do is go out and tell people I'm going to make contact with the energies here, with whatever spirit that's here. Uh, I'm going to interact with it, find out why they're here, why they're manifesting, what's going on. And most of the time I can, most of the time those entities will communicate that to me. And then I'm able to bring some, uh, some peace and some comfort to the people and tell them, look, you know, you're not in any danger. You're not in any harm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's startling. Absolutely. You know, paranormal experiences can be very startling. Uh, but uh, I have not run across any of the Hollywood examples of demons like in The Exorcist or anything like that. I have never <laughs> run across. <laughs> I have never run across uh, an example, an experience where someone was literally 
in danger from any type of paranormal occurrence. So that's that's very rare. So let me ask you one thing here. Um, you know, look, I, I'm I'd be honestly surprised if you've never you know had a reaction before, especially from someone who you know. Look, I, I know a lot of people that I you know actually uh, you know talk to, um, mm-hmm. and they you know, won't actually realize that chess is, you know, an industry actually. Um, And certainly like the same with you, you know, I I look, I know many accountants, I know many, uh, you know, business attorneys, you know, like, you know, real estate brokers, uh, you know, et cetera. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I do happen to actually know one uh, friend who actually haven't spoken to in many years. Uh, It's guy Nick Smith from my elementary school, actually, who, uh, actually also has uh, a panorama uh, investigator company. Um, you know, I haven't talked to them in, in, in many years. Right. Um, but, um, you know, again, so, so I mean, it, it, I guess if, if you had to uh, say maybe like one or two, like just like very common, like misconceptions about it, uh, like, like what would those be? Um. I think people have a lot of misconceptions about the other side. And I think the main ones are that anything that happens paranormally, supernaturally, um, is demonic or is dangerous or whatever. That's a misconception because it's not. And I think one of the main things that people have as far as misconceptions about paranormal investigators or psychics such as myself um, is that we know everything or we can make contact with anything and everything or, or give them every answer that they want about a certain situation or whatever. And that's not true. You know, we can't do that. We have our limitations. And uh, when you go to some place and, and do an investigation, communicate with an entity, communicate with a spirit. Um, some spirits will give you a lot of information and others will give you very little. And that's something that you don't really have a lot of control over. So people think that we're going to come in, we're going to get all the answers, tell them everything that they want to know. And that doesn't really happen. And also uh, people are under the misconception that um, a psychic or a paranormal investigator, or even a quote unquote exorcist can come in and clear a house out of any uh, unwanted supernatural uh, manifestations or, or paranormal goings on. And that's the furthest from the truth. A lot of times people come in and attempt to get rid of the spirits, quote unquote, and actually makes things worse. And actually the activity will intensify instead of decreasing. And that's been documented a lot. And I've experienced that as well. I've never tried to I always try and tell people, I said, look, make peace with it, you know, uh, find out why it's here and then make peace with it and just ask it not to scare you, <laughs> ask it not to, uh, uh, you know, uh, upset you and, uh, and ask the entity, ask the, the spirit, the person, whoever it is, ask them to, uh, to guard your home and to look over you and to, to watch out for you. And a lot of times people on the other side or these entities on the other side will do that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, what any business has to do, uh, you know, is actually, you know, overcome uh, misconceptions. Um, right. You know, for instance, I was talking to uh, someone who's actually fairly close to me and uh, my network yesterday. Um, and, you know, she actually said, uh, you know, oh, you're, you're like mostly interested in, you know, meeting families and, uh, you know, schools. 
uh, said, no, quite the opposite. We're starting a big contract with Google uh, tomorrow, uh, which is actually now today. Uh, and I look forward to, uh, you know, actually teaching our first class of uh, 25 software engineers in the New York office. And next week, we're actually doing something with their uh, Pittsburgh office. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's actually the opposite, right? So exactly. uh, overcoming exactly. misconceptions is uh, important. So, um, you know, speaking of which, you know, one thing that, I, you know, I was honestly curious about, uh, you know, is I'd be very, very surprised if people haven't, you know, went to you before and said, you know, your industry is not real. You know, there, oh, there is sure. no such thing as ghosts. You know, you learn that as a kid. Oh, sure. <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. how, how do you, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure you've, you know, had that response like several times over oh, your uh, you know, career. Absolutely. Uh, like, how do you, uh, how do you overcome that? Well, the, um, the fortunate thing in my life, uh, I've been able to make believers out of a lot of unbelievers because when I would give them a reading, they had to acknowledge the accuracy of my insights into their lives. Uh, they had to acknowledge the accuracy of my predictions for them. So that turned them into believers uh, to hang around me and to like to do a paranormal investigation or whatever. Uh, spirits manifest things physically, literally. And so it's kind of hard to deny uh, the, the reality of the evidence, you know, that's presented to you by the spiritual realm when it happens before your very eyes. But um there are a lot of people that are just staunch unbelievers and they will disbelieve. They'll continue to disbelieve. Even if something happens in front of their very eyes, they'll find some way to write it off. Um, mm. One good example of that is the, uh, the famed psychic Uri Geller. Um, and, and Uri's a friend of mine. I know Uri, uh, not, not intimately, not well, but we've, we've met. We've corresponded, and uh, he's given me an endorsement for, for both my books, the book that's out and the book that's uh, soon to be published. And I have seen Uri do phenomenal things, demonstrate phenomenal uh, psychokinetic abilities and other things. And I knew beyond any shadow of a doubt that he there was no trickery involved whatsoever. And he has, his life's an open book. I mean, he's, he's been researched and, and tested and everything for his entire life. And uh, the CIA has validated uh, Uri's capabilities. And in spite of all of that, there are still people that will denigrate him and, and say, no, there's nothing to it, or he's a hoaxer, he's a trickster, or whatever. So you can have a mountain of evidence to the contrary, and there are still some people that just refuse to believe. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, look, a lot of it is just the – ability to be confident right and move forward um and is, really yeah. explain to people that uh you know your industry obviously does exist and there's obviously a lot of value in it um you know one thing i, I used to work in technology at oracle and rapid seven uh oh, and right, there were yeah. actually many uh times where uh you know, we would actually have challenges, not because our products weren't like good, but they were actually just ahead of the market. Yeah. Uh, and we had to, you know, actually explain to people that, uh, you know, there, there was a need, uh, you know, for some of these and some of the you know, previous, the parent, right. yeah. you know, yeah. Right. Like some of the previous technologies, uh, you know, weren't, weren't, weren't good. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, Let's talk a little bit about uh, your chess background uh, and actually how 
uh, you know, you being, well, start, start out like, yeah, like about your chess background, you know, how did you get started? How long have you been playing? Um, you know, what made you, you know, really, really interested in chess? You know, I've always loved chess. It was like, it was um, really funny because it was like the, the movie Searching for Bobby Fisher. And when they're in the park and they zoom in on the guy's glasses and the chessboard is reflected there and the dramatic music comes up. And that's the feeling I always had when I looked at a chess set. And um, I started playing chess when I was young and I only played like off and on just for fun, just as a casual player. And uh, as so many people do, like into my teenage years, you know, can you play chess? Oh, sure. And we all played it probably, you know, like 500 level or something like that, whatever, you know, the average person that plays for fun is. And uh, I then I really I, I kept playing on and off through my my adult life. But, you know, I'm so busy with my readings and I'm, I'm so busy with so many other things that I never really made time to study it and to really get into it until a few years ago, and I have a buddy of mine, uh, he's won uh, a lot of tournaments. He's rated, I believe, like 1635. And uh, we had played some, and of course, he would always just wax me. And I finally decided, okay, enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buckle down and study this enough where I can at least hand this guy some losses periodically. And so I started studying and started really practicing, and, and we play regularly still. And I got to where I could hand him some defeats, and that really, really felt good. And uh, so it's, it's something that's it's always been a love of mine. It's always stayed with me. And uh, I like it because it exercises the mind. It keeps my mind sharp. Uh, it's, it's good recreation. It's a lot of fun. Uh, people, people don't really understand. I think the depth of chess, they view it as like, you know, well, it's just a game. Well, it is a game, but it's so much more, you know, it's like, uh, I saw a meme one time that said, uh, chess is, is not, um, a matter of life or death. It's much more important than that. <laughs> and I kind of had to agree with that sentiment. I think chess is, is just so deep and so profound and so wonderful and uh, so it's, it's something that I still enjoy and that I, I play and still hope to get better at. Um, but what hampers me is, you know, I do a lot of radio. I do a lot of podcasts. I have my clients. I still read. Uh, I've just finished my second book and I'm starting on my third book now. I'm writing that. So that hampers my ability to study. And, uh, and even right now is hampering my ability to play. But uh, it's something that's important to me and will always be there. Yeah, so... Um... How have you seen, uh, you know, being a chess player and, you know, being analytical, how has that helped you in, in, in your career? Um, I think that, that chess has helped me in uh, looking at things that I had to look at, at analytically, like from a business perspective, because, you know, my, what I do is a business, you know, I pay taxes, I, you know, the whole nine yards worth. Uh, so from the business standpoint of it, the business aspects, I think chess has been super valuable in helping me develop those analytical skills and to learn to, uh, to see several moves ahead, so to speak, like you learn to do in chess, to realize that, okay, if I do this, it's going to have this consequence, and then that person may do that, and that's going to have a consequence, and on and on and on. And so it's helped me develop that, that linear thinking that I can look several moves ahead in business and kind of figure out, okay, uh, this looks like to be the best course of action. You know, out of all the candidate moves, uh, this is the best move to take. So it's helped me a lot in that regard. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, people would say, well, being a psychic, can't you, can't you utilize that psychic power 
to you know know what your opponent's going to do or to help you make better chess moves <laughs> or whatever. And and actually, I I turn that away when I get to the chessboard because I want it to be just stimulation for my mind, and I want just to be able to train my mind to think logically and not so much intuitively. And uh, chess has been a big help in, in that regard to me. Yeah, well, I, it's, it's interesting you say logic versus intuitive uh, thinking. Um, I actually just wrote a blog post literally this morning about uh, the uh, importance of the two, actually. And uh, it was actually about time management. And uh, yeah, like on one hand, you do need to be uh, intuitive and things like opening preparation could uh, help out with that. But uh, at the same time, you need to know when to, uh, you know, actually calculate and uh, come up with the best moves. Uh, And of course, it uh, depends uh, on the position. uh, Exactly. Right. So, um, yeah, really, uh, you know, totally uh, it depends. So. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I do find that uh, pretty, pretty interesting, uh, actually. So um, now let, let, let's go, uh, you know, quickly uh, into, you know, you being an author. Um, right. I know you published uh, a few things uh, in the past, um, you know, most, uh, yes, uh, you know, recently uh, you published uh, the book Writing with, with the Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead, uh, and you have uh, a book, uh, you know, that's upcoming uh, as well. Um, so could you first talk about the book that you most recently published, Writing with Ghosts? Yeah, writing, yeah, writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead. That uh, came about, I had shot a TV pilot for the History Channel, which unfortunately never aired. And uh, I became friends with my producer, and we continued to work together after we had shot the pilot. And uh, we were trying to put together another TV show that would feature my psychic talents. And so while we were pitching that, uh, he suggested that I write a blog and just put some short snippets of some paranormal experiences I'd had on there. And then we could use that when we uh, approached TV producers and and executives uh, to explain more about who I was and and about the the concept of the show. So uh, about that time, I've, I've had paranormal experiences my entire life, but uh, very specific to my motorcycle riding about that time, uh, I began to have these incredibly bizarre, wonderful paranormal experiences that were mostly specific to riding my motorcycle. And uh, I kept track of those and, and kept uh, uh, collecting those. And finally, it dawned on me, it was like, you know, these stories are so amazing and so fantastic that uh, I've got to put these together in a book, expand them, give the full details of the stories, what they taught me, what I've learned from them. And they're very entertaining as well. They're a little spine chilling, yes, uh, but very, very entertaining. And uh, so that's how the book was born. I, I finally decided I've got to put all this together and, and put this in and, and who is the target audience for the book? Is it people that are you know in the field, just uh, like typical adults? Anybody, or- anybody. it's, it's uh, if you like travel, reading about travel, you're going to enjoy it because I travel all through Florida and Georgia on my bike. Uh, if you've got any spiritual curiosity at all, you're at all curious about ghosts, the spiritual realm or whatever, paranormal manifestations, you're going to enjoy it. Um, anybody that, that has any inkling or any curiosity uh, in, in any regard about that is going to have fun with the book. And even some people that, that really aren't that into the, the uh, paranormal or the supernatural 
they've enjoyed it. And you don't have to, by the way, you don't have to know anything about motorcycles and be interested in motorcycles at all to enjoy the book. And like I said, there have been people that have not really been in the presumed target audience and people that are interested in ghosts and things like that, that read the book and they enjoyed it. And um, for people that may be disbelievers, uh, you don't have to believe in ghosts to enjoy a good ghost story. You can still read it and, and enjoy it as a good ghost story and say, okay, whatever. But uh, it's uh, I've gotten a lot of good response to it. A lot of people have enjoyed it. Uh, people from literally uh, their teens to grandmas <laughs> from all stripes of life have read the book and enjoyed it and given me marvelous feedback about it. So it's out there. It's available. You can get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. Uh, just about any place online that sells books, it's available. And of course, you can go to my website, which is writingwithghosts.net and get full information on there. You can read the first chapter for free, um, so on and so forth. So so that's how that book came about. And then the uh, the second book, uh, I was just talking with uh, my TV producer a moment ago before I, I got on with you, as a matter of fact. And oh, wow. he was talking about what a cathartic book uh, or a cathartic experience the second book must have been for me and it is because I go in the second book it's full of paranormal experiences new ones that aren't discussed in writing uh, but it goes back clear to my childhood when all of this started and uh, just briefly hits the high spots of my life as I grew up became a teenager became a young adult how my gift progressed how my psychic career progressed and then it's got some highlights in it like uh, when I met Uri Uri Geller uh, for the first time ever, I write about what it was like to shoot the pilot for the History Channel and go into detail there. And so it's got some really neat things in it, some really fun things. And hopefully that one's going to be out either in March or April this year. Wonderful. No, that's that's, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, I definitely look forward to uh, seeing that uh, when, when it comes out, actually. So um, that's awesome. Um, so uh, tell me now, um, you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, um, you know, it was actually just great talking to you about, you know, learning a little bit more about the field of, you know, paranormal investigation, uh, you know, right. overcoming misconceptions, uh, you know, logic versus intuition, uh, you know, your most, uh, you know, recent book, uh, you know, Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead, uh, and of course, a, a preview of uh, your next book. Um, you know, which is amazing. Um, and also how you, uh, you know, sort of tie, uh, you know, chess a, a little bit into what you do. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, by the way, been uh, a sincere ple pleasure, uh, you know, playing you and uh, some oh, of our you. simuls. Yes. Uh, and, and by the way, if anyone here, uh, you know, listening does want to, you know, hear about our simuls and everything, uh, do go to our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash premier chess. Uh, but yeah, John, is there anything else you'd like to add to the conversation? I just, uh, you know, I, I want people to uh, get the takeaway from these books that the other side is real. It can manifest in real ways in our lives and in ways that we can learn life lessons and, and learn lessons that are beneficial to us. We can learn some things that help us, um, help us to uh, improve in our own lives and help improve the lives of others. And uh, that's, that's one of the big messages from these books. And then uh, I also have, I'm writing on the third book right now as we speak, and it'll be out hopefully like at the end of the year, somewhere around in there maybe. And it's all about how to increase your psychic and, and paranormal abilities, 
and the real world applications that those can have to uh, to help you out in life and make life better. But that's that's the main thing. I want people to have fun reading these, and they do. It's good entertainment, but it's also going to give you some food for thought, and it's also going to give you some life lessons without being preachy about it. So it'll be it'll be fun to learn the things in the book. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, um, and I and I, I wish you definitely you know continued success. I look forward to uh, you know certainly being in touch as well. Thank you. Yes. Um, Last quick question, John, if anyone wants to contact you, learn a little bit more about your services or your book or anything else, how could people reach you? Uh, they can go to johnrussell.net and that's my psychic site. You can find information there about getting a reading. If you want a reading, find out more about me. Uh, if you want to know more about the book. And I assume you do those readings virtual all around the world? or uh, All around the world and I do it by phone. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. And uh, then for the book, they can go to writingwithghost.net and that'll tell them all about the book. They can read the first chapter for free there if they want to. And then it's got links to buy it at, at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and, and several other booksellers online. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, John. Look forward Kevin, to talking I appreciate to you. it, my brother. It's been a blast. And, uh, and I'll see you across the board before long. Likewise. My pleasure. Take all care. Right. Take care. <laughs>